Hey everybody, this is the Project Wearable and you are listening to the Secrets of Sustainable Fashion podcast, where we discuss all things about fast fashion and plastics in clothing, its toll on the climate crisis and ways all of us can help. Young people and experts will be sharing their sustainable secrets with you. Thank you for joining us and enjoy. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Whenever you're listening to this, it is a good time. It's the second part of our podcast series and a pleasure to welcome you in our sustainable podcast. It's an honor to have you here listening. My name is Laura and today I will be talking to two amazing young people from Italy. Elena and Angela are here with me today. Hello, Elena. Hello, Angela. Thank you that you've agreed to be here with us and share your thoughts, ideas and feelings about sustainable fashion and ecology, as well as your personal stories about the transition towards to a more sustainable usage of clothing. We are really happy that we can meet and talk with you. Hi, it's a pleasure to be here. Hi, thank you for having us. Thank you very much. Just that you know, recently we have been talking to Lisa Panhuber, an expert from Greenpeace Austria, who shared her knowledge and perspective. Environmental and social responsibility is a shared responsibility of companies and of consumers. The necessary changes cannot be implemented effectively without consumer awareness, their support and, of course, corporate leadership. Today, we will ask young people for their opinion. So girls, let's start this journey with a very personal question. Could you please tell us your story about how you changed towards more sustainable fashion and how did that actually happen? Um, I guess my journey wasn't something uh, that appeared from nowhere. It was uh, like a gradual change. Um, Since I was a child, I liked fashion and uh, dressing well, in a way, trying to express myself. And um, I found that clothes that had a history, like uh, vintage clothes, for example, were more appealing to me because they had a sentimental value for me and for the person that wore them before. They weren't just clothes, they were clothes with stories. And, uh, for example, many times instead of buying clothes, new clothes, I would use the clothes my mom used to wear when she was younger. And um, she actually kept many clothes from when she was in her 20s. And nowadays I wear them. And I guess they're really special to me. They're nice. They have personality. And uh, I don't know, it just uh, feels nice to wear something that wasn't made to be, um, let's just say, uh, war. I mean, it wasn't made to be wear just one time, like uh, the clothes they make nowadays, but uh, it was made to be worn by more generation. So I guess that's where my story started. It started with uh, the vintage clothes. How about you, Elena? I appreciated so much listening to Angela because I had a similar background. I also loved to wear my mom clothes from where she was younger. 
And I also have a similar story. My journey started in middle school when I discovered sustainability, a pretty like zero waste lifestyle to to reduce our uh, impact in our health. And I decided to just cut off unnecessary things in my life. And I started being conscious about the impact of fashion. And I decided to just be more conscious about the things that I was doing. And I started wearing secondhand clothes. I started avoiding fast fashion brands. And since then, I grew up a lot. I knew a lot of different things. I discovered some pretty terrible realities. And I decided to just live in the simplest way as possible. I tried to avoid fast fashion brands, but I also realized that the most sustainable things to do is just to wear what we already have. And that was super important for me. I realized that I just love to use whatever I want that I already have. And I feel like it's budget-friendly because using what you already have doesn't have a negative impact on the earth and our wallet. So yeah, my journey started pretty early when I was in middle school, but now every single day I think about my decisions and I work towards them. So both of you are actually reusing clothes from different persons in your life or surroundings. And you, Elena, have already been saying that you try to avoid or you're avoiding fast fashion. So does this mean you're buying slow fashion? And that's a question again for both of you, but maybe Elena first. You're buying slow fashion and the reason behind is that you saw some cruelty, most likely. And um, do you also consider plastic-free fashion, Elena? I think slow fashion, it's an amazing opportunity and amazing alternative if you can afford it. But for me personally, it's not that affordable and I prefer more cheap uh, alternatives. What I use is that I prefer to just um, use clothes from my mom closet or my family closet or use whatever I have or uh, buy secondhand clothes. That's what I'm doing recently. I bought a t-shirt, I bought some skirts, and I love them because they are made and they are reused from different people. And as Angela said, it's so curious to just think about the stories of the people that already got them before me. By the way, slow fashion, it's a great opportunity and I love when brands research it and just try their best to be more light in our environment because a lot of us fashion brands are kind of destroying our earth and I like the idea of fashion that it's I don't know great for people but also the environment. Thank you Elena. Um, Angela you were saying earlier as well that you're reusing um, vintage clothes from different persons. Do you buy slow fashion as well? And if so, do you, on the other hand, also um, consider plastic-free fashion? So what I understand when you say slow fashion, I mean, in my mind, uh, there are boutiques, like the small shops, when 
for example, where a lady just uh, is by herself and she makes different clothes. And of course, she takes more time to make each uh, each item compared to, I don't know, um, a big store like uh, Zara, for example. But yes, usually I like to buy, if I buy something new, I buy it from a boutique, for example, a place where uh, a person or a family just uh, tries to do their best and tries to create quality stuff that you can uh, keep and uh, give, for example, to your daughter. For example, if I will have a daughter in the future, I will do the same thing my mother did. I will give her the clothes. So when I buy something new, I want something that uh, is uh, resistant. I want something that will uh, will resist with time. And, uh, for example, if you buy fast fashion items, um, I guess... If you buy a t-shirt, for example, it will last uh, for a maximum of two years. At least that's from my experience. Uh, so yeah, when I buy slow fashion, I think about the durability. But also I think uh, about uh, helping small businesses. Uh, and uh, I guess that each time we buy something from uh, a small business, we help a family or a person and we don't help uh, a corporation, for example. And it's a really, it's a personal thing. Uh, it gives personality to what you do and what you wear. And yes, I guess clothes uh, are really a way of expressing and showing yourself. Even from ancient, ancient times, uh, clothes used to show the social status of the person. So if a person dressed in a certain way, it showed if that person was rich or poor. And in today's society, I guess, the way you dress shows your values, shows the way you see the world. For example, if you dress, uh, I mean, if you dress in plastic-free items or if you dress in vintage items, it shows that you care about the world surrounding you. And uh, if you just dress from fast fashion, there are many reasons you can do it. Because uh, it's more affordable, maybe, or because everyone does it, but it uh, it doesn't have any personality and it doesn't give any importance to the way you express yourself. So, are you coming to the topic as well in your surroundings, in your personal society surroundings environment? Um, do you have it? You were just saying it is you're wearing um, your status and it is something you're showing off. Um, are you confronted with that in your daily life um, that you're saying, well, this person might not, is not caring that much about environmental change or environmental aspects in terms of fast fashion. So you have the feeling that this person is not as acknowledged in your surroundings or would you say, you're putting someone on a throne because they're, uh, they're actually caring about the environment and therefore wears fashion. Like, how important is the topic within the young community as you're in? So, what I used, while I was in high school, I used to see a pattern. For example, if a person wore uh, rolled up jeans, the one week later, Many people would wear the same thing, would wear, would wear their jeans in the same way. So uh, 
I guess many times uh, the way you dress um, shows things about yourself. Even if you don't want it, it shows things about yourself. Uh, for example, if you follow a trend, it shows you don't want to be an outcast. You don't want to be left behind. And uh, I mean, it's not a nice thing to say that uh, we judge people based on the way they dress, but it's it's true. Um, for example, if I see a person with uh, like a big logo on their chest from a really expensive brand, I'm just like, they want to show off. They want to show they have the money and the power to buy expensive, expensive things. And uh, I guess the young community doesn't really care about uh, sustainability. And I mean, there's really few uh, young people who care about sustainability. Uh, I guess many, many teenagers just care about the way they are seen. So I think that would be the answer. The majority doesn't care about the environment or other stuff. They just care about the way the other people see them or the people of the same age see them. Elena, do you have a different point of view on the topic? Do you think that especially young persons are really looking into sustainable and trying to shop and wear sustainable fashion or plastic-free fashion? I feel like it totally depends from the environment where you are at. Because, for example, in my class, it's not that common, it's not that cool to dress secondhand. But I try my best to educate them and to be active, to just talk about this important topic because it's not that common. But talking about different environments like my scout group or like my Fridays for Future team of Padua, those topics are so common. And of course, we, we talk about it so much and every single one is dressed secondhand or sustainable or with secondhand or uh, slow fashion things. So it totally depends because there are a tons of teenagers that are super into sustainability and a sustainable lifestyle. And a lot of them are simply ignorant. Are They are not, um, they don't really know the problems behind um, fast fashion. They don't really know the social issues and also the environmental problems with fashion. That's why they're not that active or they're not that uh, into trying to dress in a sustainable way. For that reason, I feel like projects like this one, it's so important because people that are not into this work can just um, receive more information about it. Thank you very much. And talking about shopping and now getting to the point where it gets real serious as we are talking about your closet now. Do you have it that you know that you know the principle one in one out that means when you're buying or getting one piece you should throw out or give away or take one item one piece of clothing and give it to your friends put it to charity or um, resell it. Do you do it or do you think you're having more clothes in your wardrobe than you would actually use? I do not do that, but I feel like it's an amazing idea. 
I would love to have a minimal wardrobe with the most delicious things, but I'm working on it. I try to declutter every single time that I can, and I'm used to give away my clothes or like, I don't know, use it in other ways, upcycle them and be creative with them. But to be honest, I have a lot of clothes that I'm not using. I feel like I'm wishing to grow up a little more and wear them when I will be a little bit older. But I definitely am far away to the place where I'm completely conscious about all the things that I've got into my closet. And I'm not that happy about it, but it's a journey. Usually I like to keep my clothes because um, many of them have sentimental value. And um, I can't really break up (laughs) with them. Uh, But sometimes when when I have clothes that don't fit me anymore, I like to give them to charity, for example. But uh, like I said before, I would like to keep many clothes I wear now in order to give them to the future generations. I guess if I, if in the future, in 20 years, I still have some of the clothes I wear today, I will give them to someone else. I mean, it's a cycle I want to continue. So that's how I see it. I usually, I'm not like I buy something and I throw something out. I just keep it there in good conditions for when with, when uh, it will be useful again. You're keeping on the traditions from your mother and then you're the person giving it away. And Elena, maybe um, I you could do a clothing swap with your friends. If you have some clothes at home, you do not want to give far away as... Angela as well said the breakup hurts sometimes. You could um, give it to some friends and you swap clothes and then you can at least see them at a later stage um, still again. Actually, I'm organizing one of them in a month. And I'm so excited because I participate to some clothing swap, but I never organize one by myself and I cannot wait. (laughs) Good for you. That sounds like fun. Good luck to the clothing swap then. Coming back to the bad corporations, basically, to the bad um, to the bad facts of fast fashion and plastic fashion. Do you think, in your opinion, that we are victims of a worldwide pursuit of fashion driven by large corporations? I mean, capitalism... I guess capitalism is based on uh, request. Large corporations create clothes based on the general request. And if people didn't, I mean, if the society didn't uh, request so many clothes, the corporations uh, wouldn't have people to sell them to. So I guess the, I guess that uh, in order to stop the big corporations from uh, Um, let's just say, taking power, more power, even more than they have right now, we have to change ourselves. We have to to make a change in the society and then we'll see the change in the, let's say, business side of it. 
because business is based on people. So if people don't want to change their clothes every day, the corporations won't make so many clothes. I totally agree with Angela because it's truly a form of rebellion that can change our present, but also our future. And I try my best to just stop buying from certain realities that I don't want to support with my money. And I just try my best to support realities that are more aligned with my values because with my money, I can literally make a change. So you both would basically say that we as the buyers, we do have a voice on what happens in the market. For sure. Completely agree because uh, we are like ants in a way because uh, one ant will never be able to make uh, like, I don't know, wouldn't be able to create all those structure, structures by itself. It needs other ants. I don't know if it's a good metaphor, but it, what, it's what came to my mind. Because if I do something and Elena does something, but the rest of us does nothing, our efforts are in vain. So it's like a call to action. Thank you. Um, and in regards of the buyers, um, how could we change the attitude of the buyers and basically the economics, the world? towards slow and plastic-free fashion and sustainability? How can we pursue our families and friends to start paying attention to their clothes? How, would, how are you tackling the topic or what could we do in your opinions? Well, uh, what I usually do is just, uh, I try to tackle on the topic with my friends, for example. And uh, I usually say that in general, if you want to make a change, You have to start from yourself. So uh, if I choose not to buy something from a fast fashion brand, even though it is nice and costs less, uh, today I'm making a difference. And uh, if tomorrow I do the same thing, it's another day when I make a difference. And uh, if I sum up all the days when I make a difference, It will be a substantial one. And that's the speech I try to uh, say to my friends usually or to my family. is like, if today you are doing something healthy for the environment and tomorrow you are doing the same thing or the next week or the next month, it will add up and will create a substantial difference. And like I said before, if people add up all the little changes they make each day, it will be a groundbreaking difference. I love this philosophy and I've got the same into my life. I really wish corporation could be more transparent and stop doing the greenwashing that they're doing. And I wish the true behind everything could be more transparent and I wish people can knew everything about the terrible things that are behind those corporations. For that reason, I always suggest documentaries or green influencers, people that can really talk about things that are not that common. It's, they're not that trendy, but 
they are a problem that are so important for our society now. I try my best to just educate my friends, my family. Whenever I've got the opportunity, I just go for it and I share what I know. And now my mom and also my friends are pretty into secondhand because it's something very interesting. You can pretty much express yourself. You can express your personality and you can just choose something that it's sustainable, that it's affordable, that it's unique because most of the time things that you're buying in secondhand stores or online are unique. And I feel like it's so cool and super interesting. I love talking about those topics because I'm pretty much into social issues and this is a big issue of our society. You're saying it is a big issue of our society and earlier we're saying it is just so important in this world and in the society. But what is actually the eco-friendliness of clothes and Why does slow fashion matter so much these days? I guess these days people are more concentrated on numbers than on pers than on people, I guess. We are so concentrated on uh, profit, production. Mm, we are concentrated on the, the money we make at the end of the month. But we are not concentrated on the human side of, of life. Because life is made of... Uh, flawed people, of nice people. Um, life is made of unexpected things. So I guess slow fashion gives the power to people instead of numbers. It gives the power of the, of the old lady who makes my t-shirts, for example. It gives power to her. It doesn't give power to people who work at a company and are just numbers. If, for example, if you work in a, in a place where 200 people work, you're just a number. You're not your name. You're not your personality. You are, you are just uh, a number. And uh, yeah, like I said, slow fashion uh, gives power to people instead of giving power to maths or just numbers. Exactly. Our society is giving more importance to money than lives. And that's not right to me. I feel like my priorities are human rights and our health. That's why I feel it's so important to educate people because it's a topic that it's so important for, for our daily day life. It's something that makes people kind of uncomfortable because knowing such problems it's scary but also we really need to act to make these problems go away if you can say like that exploitation and all the social issues behind fashion it's something that we can truly avoid and it's not impossible i feel like with our money and we with our action we can really make a change so last question for today's podcast. Do you have any tips on what you can do on your own to contribute to the shift of fast fashion towards to a more sustainable side? My tips, I guess, uh, I exposed them during today's podcast. Um, 
I guess I don't have any practical tips. I have more emotional tips. For example, what makes me wear sustainable fashion? It's my emotions. It's my sentimental side. Because each item I wear has a sentimental value. So actually, the change I made is based on my emotions, on my human side. So each one of us has to find his or her own way of uh, being sustainable. In my case, because I'm a really emotional person, I took an emotional approach. But a more logical person maybe will find a more practical approach. So I don't think there's a solution which applies to everyone. Each one of us has to find a personalized solution. I have some practical tips. First of all, the most life-changing realization is that the most sustainable option is using what you already have. That said, you really don't have to get rid of all the fast fashion brands that you've got inside your clothes. I feel like the best option is to just wear them, to give them away and make sure that they are used as much as possible. Another tip could be repair what you already have or upcycle the clothes that you don't like, but you can use in another way. Um, giving away, it's something super important because, I don't know, probably our clothes can be pretty much appreciated by other people if we are not appreciating them. And another emotional tip, it's just to wear what makes you feel good and just don't follow all the trends that are keeping us far away from the most important thing. So having a positive impact on our hurt, but also on ourselves. Angela and Elena, thank you so much for today's conversation. We're extremely grateful that you have agreed to be here today with me. I think we can all agree that this approach to fashion is a great starting point if we want to make our wardrobe more thoughtful and eco-friendly. We are delighted that young people are showing such a level of interest in sustainable fashion and environmental protection. Since knowledge about environmental issues is low in the industry, our behaviors often stem from habits we have cultivated at home or our level of affluence. Only together, from the youngest user on, we can change our behaviors and make the world a more environmentally friendly place. Thank you very much for coming and thank you all for listening. We'll be hearing each other very soon in the next part of our podcast. Thank you very much and good evening, good night or good afternoon. Thank you. It was a pleasure. So, thanks a lot. It was my first podcast. So it was a really nice experience and I finally feel like uh, I'm starting to make a difference in a practical way. Instead of focusing on the difference I make by myself. Thank you for listening to the secrets of sustainable fashion. Stay tuned and listen to the following episodes to learn more about fashion and sustainability. And don't forget, together we are able to become more sustainable. 
For more information about the project, you can also check out our project channels and follow us on Facebook and Instagram. More information can be found on www.wearable-fashion.eu.